one and live there it is ladies and gentlemen we are back for yet another day another episode of the insurance bro show we got a good one ready to go for you all today so uh definitely tune in if you want to hear about some good tips for retention the carrier experience podcast is a show for anyone who wants to grow their agency and be a titan of the insurance industry learn from a panel of experts who share their agency struggles their experiences with the nation's best carriers and share the marketing secrets that successful insurance agents are using today now here's your host the insurance bro james cs oh that's gonna be fun we got some changes coming on that intro it already sounds good. I heard it today. It's got the yeah, yeah. bro. I think we're going to go with bro. the one that says bro twice. I like the bro twice. Yeah. You like the bro twice? Bro, bro. Yeah, bro, the bro. insurance bro show. <laughs> dude, it's just it's just fun. Like It's, it's our brand. It's, it's the cool thing that we do. It is. I mean, cool. I don't know about cool, you know, cool whatever. perspective, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're biased. But uh, hey, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is that time once again. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please give us a like, subscribe, leave us a rate or review on whatever platform it is that you're catching us on. If you're catching us on YouTube, there's a little subscribe button right down in that corner somewhere. Uh, if you could hit that, that'd be awesome. Hit the little bell so you can be notified when uh, we're going live and uh, iTunes spotify wherever it is that you're catching us leave us a rate leave us a review the whole point of this whole show is to provide as much awesome information uh valuable information to insurance agents and the more we get likes and reviews and ratings and all that good stuff the higher those reviews uh their search results will be so that people can find us easily enough and also don't forget to follow me at Insurance Bro Show on all social media. Uh, I'll tell you this, I'm most active on Instagram and uh, the Facebook. So if you want to catch me, find me right there at Insurance Bro Show. Boom. All right. Let's get That's into all it. The good stuff. We're getting right into it because this is some good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, before actually, before we do dive in, uh, let's talk a little bit about retention and why it's so important to me. When I was a young warthog, <laughs> when I was a young warthog, when I was a young insurance agent, when I first got into the business, uh, I focused all of my energy, all of my intention, everything into selling, right? That's mm -hmm. that number one goal is to get people in the door, get people sold on, you know, they, they, they like me, they want to buy from me. Cool. But I did not do a great job on the back end of taking care of the customers afterwards. I was so focused on growing my business, on you know, on on lead generating, on bringing in new new customers, uh, that a lot of my customers fell off of the back end. And as I was growing my team, the pattern continued. So I had this team, and and, and I continue to grow my team of agents, and. Uh, and as they grow, as they're as they're coming on board with us, we're all doing the same thing. We're focusing a lot of our efforts, a lot of our uh, attentions on getting new clients, getting new clients, getting new clients, and not nearly enough on retention. And so what we experience is a pattern of new business coming in, old business falling off, and our our total revenue just stays flat. You know, maybe it goes up a little bit, but mostly it just stays flat. So retention is huge when it comes to uh, the insurance industry. One of the great things about specifically PNC insurance 
is the residual income that comes from building business. But that residual income is only going to happen if you know how to retain your customers. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Let's jump right into tip number one. We've got 10 retention tips for you. So tip number one is to visit the client before each renewal and perform a risk management survey. Lots of good stuff here. First of all, visit the client. Right well, now we're Go ahead. We're, you, you we're, want to say we're in COVID, so so yeah. let, let's keep this relative, right? If you if this is a home and auto policy, visiting them is probably not uh, a normal thing, right? It's probably mm -hmm. not the thing you're going to go to. But if we're talking about a workers' comp policy, we're talking about general liability policy, we're talking about a commercial, business yeah. here, commercial mm -hmm. policy, then by all means, go visit them. I mean, it's kind of cool yes. if you go to their shop and buy lunch. Or you go to their coffee 100%. place and buy coffee, or yep. you know you need tires and you go to their place, right? Visit the client and perform that risk uh, management survey. You were going to talk about that, sorry. Yeah, do business with people that are going to be doing business with you. Absolutely, buy lunch from their restaurant and and buy tires from their tire shop. Hundred percent. Um, and that I mean, I was going to say a lot of the same thing. It's it's COVID season right now, so there's a lot of things that you're you may or may not be able to do. Uh, but we still have Zoom. We still have the ability to get the face-to-face, -face, and that's really what this whole thing is is about. It's visiting the client. It's getting the face-to-face, -face, um, but especially when we're talking about commercial policies, this risk management survey is, is huge. When you can go in there and make risk management recommendations, take a little bit of training, do a little bit of continuing education on loss control measures <clears throat> so that you can walk in and say, you know what? You should have a fire extinguisher right here on this wall. Do you see that outlet over there? It's kind of hanging off. That's a fire hazard right over there. Uh, you have, you know, whatever. Uh, maybe you have some some uh, admin, administrative personnel, clerical personnel who don't have, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, ergonomic keyboards, ergonomic chairs, you know, these different things that people do file claims for. If you get a claim for carpal tunnel, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's a hefty claim. You're going to be paying out that one for a, a good chunk of time. So visiting the client and making these risk management surveys is about, first of all, going and doing business with the people that are doing business with you. And secondly, just taking a look around and seeing where you might help them avoid filing a claim later on. First of all, <clears throat> nobody wants to file a claim. Nobody wants to be in a situation where they have to file a claim. So the more information that you can give, the more uh, advice that you can provide to keep them from filing a claim, it's that much less of a headache for them and that much better for your loss ratio. Yeah, that, and that's huge, especially if you're an independent agent uh, and you have your own appointments. Oftentimes, those loss ratios, keeping them at a certain amount, bringing in a certain amount of premium, retaining a certain amount of premium, all those things are factors into your bonuses. So if you're yep. an independent agency with specific appointments and carrier appointments that provide bonuses, keeping those numbers low when it comes to the loss ratios and increasing the premium that you're bringing in and increasing the retention level that you have that's bonus. That's extra money yep. on top of your normal commissions. Yep. Yep. So, uh, and you know, another thing, uh, since we're talking retention, there are two major things that uh, your carriers are looking at. One is the loss ratio, which we usually want to keep under 65%. And the second is your retention. How well are you keeping your customers with that carrier? So if you're making sure to go and visit and do all these things that we're going to talk about today, your retention levels are going to be that much higher. They usually want to see over 80% for that. All right. 
Tip number two, conduct an annual sit-down review of all coverage and recommendations with the client. A lot of the same thing that we're always talking about, right? It's making sure that we're selling on coverage. So when you have that opportunity, when you go to visit your client at the time of renewal and you sit down and you say, all right, so when you're reviewing your policy, these are the coverages that are included and these are the coverages that are available. Now I see that you have, uh, I don't know, contractors, you're hiring contractors now. So let's make sure to add this additional endorsement that will extend the liability and uh, out to your contractors that you're hiring in. Um, just, I don't know, just that was just something off the top of my head. But uh, since we're talking commercial and, you know, on the personal lines, same type of thing. You definitely want to know if your customer has purchased any fine arts, collectibles, anything like that, and be sure to add those as scheduled uh, scheduled personal property. You know, whatever whatever things are going on, if they if they lost their job during COVID and now they're out uh, driving Uber and Lyft, right? You want to make sure that they have the uh, network transportation network endorsement added onto their auto policy. So all of these different things that your customers may or may not think about. Most customers, let's let's talk about uh, the Uber and Lyft that, that's going on. Uh, most customers just assume that, oh, it's okay. As long as I'm driving Uber and Lyft, I'm going to be covered by, by Uber and Lyft. And whenever I'm not driving for them, then my regular car insurance will cover me. But that's not always case for three different uh stages of the of the uh uber and lyft uh livery services livery service thank you yeah good 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 uh terminology there uh one is when you're waiting for the ride two is when you're on your way to pick up the ride and three is when you actually have the person in your car which one of those does uber and lyft cover it's only when they're in your car. So the whole time that you're getting there and driving around waiting for that ride, that's going to be covered on under your policy or that's, you know, that's going to be the responsibility of you or your policy and your policy may not even cover that. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. There we go. Tip number three. Keep cross-selling and developing the total account. We call this policy density and i mean any agent that you talk to is going to give you this little tip the more policies you have with a customer the less likely they are to leave the more that they're going to stay with you uh because it's it's easy to move just one auto policy and you know let me just go to geico or state farm or whatever else right i'm just going to move this one policy no big deal but when you have the whole package of policies and they're combined and all of a sudden they leave this company and they lose their discount on that policy they don't want to do that they just want to stick with the whole with the one policy or with the one carrier so that they can get the discounts across the board so you cross selling and developing the total account is going to provide that uh, those discounts and keep them with you for for the long term now, I'm going to take this in a, in a little bit different direction. When we're talking about cross-selling here, James is talking about cross-selling insurance policies, right? Making sure you have home, auto, uh, umbrella policies or bundling certain things together, putting your commercial liability, or commercial autos all together, right? We want to make sure that we have clients in that way. But here's another tip for cross-selling. Look, some of you out there have 
other businesses that you have and you're thinking about maybe adding insurance into your practice. So some of you are tax practices, right? You have a tax practice and maybe you have your life and health because you wanted to add life and health. Well, we specialize in helping you add insurance effectively into your existing business. So our back end, everything that we do to support agents is designed to help you smoothly, efficiently add a PNC practice into your business. So if you're looking for uh, an additional revenue source, your tax practice and you're like, you know what? I, I collect $200 a year on average or $250 a year on average per client. <laughs> Wouldn't you feel better if that client not only didn't want to leave you because of the tax practice, but you also are collecting their their uh, PNC insurance? So now you're not collecting two hundred fifty dollars a month from that or a year from that client. You can bump that up up to four hundred or six hundred dollars a year from that particular client, doubling and tripling the revenue that you have. Mm -hmm. That's another form of cross selling, being able to provide an additional value to the existing clientele that you have. So if you're interested in finding out more on how you can add effectively add insurance into your business. Business, check out our website www.pipelineinsurance.com slash agent opportunities so you're not missing out you're leaving money on the table if you don't have these additional services and we got a way to set it up so that you don't have to do all the work you do need to have a license so we can pay you but you don't have to do all the work our back-end support will help you do that hell yeah nice job throwing that in there i love it <clears throat> tip number, number four, four. send promotional mailings regularly to your client all right so first of all <clears throat> A lot of people get junk mail. You know, I still get I still get some junk mail. I still get the the Vons and uh, the Rite Aid advertisements and all that good stuff. It doesn't necessarily make me want to go to Vons or Rite Aid any more than you know I already do. It's convenience right down the street. But um, when you're sending promotional mailings regularly to your client, I think of it more as just sending actual mail, physical mail, because nowadays. It's, it's the opposite of what it used to be. <clears throat> when the internet first came out and all of us were on America Online, right, on AOL, we always got that notification, you've got mail, right? Like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, check awesome. It out. Nowadays, it's like, oh, what's what's my phone at right now? My phone is at uh, one th uh, 2,188 unread emails, Messages. <laughs> right? And I think a lot of people are like that. So if you differentiate yourself just a little bit differentiate different can you say it for me differentiate yourself just a little <laughs> bit and <laughs> and actually send some mail out uh handwritten notes uh promotional mailings is great you know a, a, attach a little a little something hey nationwide is on your side right we've got this uh going on this is what nationwide does for you they've got this new thing whatever 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 but then a nice little handwritten note is going to make all the difference in the world. Look, here's the difference, right? You got a bunch of mail that came in. And if there's an envelope and you throw in a nice little object like this, this is just something that we little giveaways that we have for pipeline insurance since we're, we're our surfboard is our little logo, right? This is just a bottle opener. These are super inexpensive, but do a little handwritten note, drop this in there, and I guarantee that this will get opened. Why? Because think about all the mail you get. If I get an envelope, a regular envelope, and I go to, to grab it, and it has some sort of structure to it, it's not flat, I'm like, ooh, what's in there? What's this? That is what you want to be able to do. A little handwritten note saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. You know what? This week is, uh, you know, at, at, our at our school district, my kids are, are having a vacation this week. So, hey, you know what? Kids are on vacation this week. Here, have a beer on me, whatever, and send them a little thing, right? And a little thank mm -hmm. you handwritten note. 
People want to get things in the mail today, not like they used to. If it's a little handwritten note, you handwrite uh, the the address on there, they will open it. They will remember you. They will appreciate you. And you can provide them little cool little knickknacks just to give some, some uh, I, don't know, I don't even know what to call it, some 3D type feel to those envelopes that you're sending out. And I promise you, 60% of the time, it works every time. every single time all right moving on to step number five tip number five stay in regular contact with your client via telephone mail and personal visits again it's covid time we know uh but still you can make things happen you can you can uh, schedule appointments just to chit chat talk uh make sure that you know your customer has everything that they need all of their stuff covered um, one thing to add to this, and we were kind of talking about it on on the last uh, on the last one when we're sending mailings, <clears throat> um, using your CRM to take really really good notes about your customer, knowing that they have a dog that keeps showing up on the podcast every once in a while, right? Finding out maybe what kind of dog it is and sending something specific about that dog, maybe a little "I love Rhodesian Ridgebacks" sticker. Imagine if I got that from anybody that I do business with, because I just happened to mention that, you know, Katie grows a Rhodesia, all of a sudden it's like, wow, this person's awesome. Exactly. Staying in regular contact with your customers and getting their information, taking notes on the information that you're providing them and then acting on it, act on the notes that you take. So if you find out that they have a Rhodesian Ridgeback, make sure that you send them something to do with that at some point down the line, it, it's it's even more amazing when they forget that they even told you that, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they get this from you, and they're just blown away. Wow, I forgot that I even said that to that person. But I promise you this, they won't forget you, and they'll talk about you over and over again. That little twenty-five cent gift, that little you know two-dollar sticker that you sent them because you real you you were thinking about them, and they know that you were thinking about them, becomes word of mouth marketing. Now you've provided an experience that they want to share with other people. Dude, my insurance guy is awesome. Dude, he sent me this sticker. Check it out. He knew I had this dog. I don't even know how he knew I had the dog, but he told, he, he sent me this, this sticker right here. All of a sudden, the, the person they're talking to are like, oh yeah, well, well uh, what are you paying? What, what kind of insurance coverage you getting? Dude, you got to talk to my guy. He's awesome. Like that's the conversation. Exactly. That is what <clears throat> 25 cents or a dollar sticker can do. If you use your CRM correctly and do these types of things, right? You give a client a call. If you have a client that's for for example that you know is politically inclined, right? And they're they've been paying attention to everything. And then we had a massive disaster of a debate the other day. <laughs> now you can pick up the phone and talk to them. Just hit them up, be like, Oh my gosh, did you see that? And let them did just you see that. Yeah, just let them talk about what it is that they're doing. It doesn't matter. The point is they understand that you understand who they are. You've connected with them on a different level other than insurance. Right. And that's the only thing is that you're connecting on a human to human level. That's what this tip is really about. Stay in regular contact, be a human, talk to the other human. They are not just a paycheck. They're a human being who needs, who has needs. And once you fulfill those needs, I mean, we all have that craving to be uh, acknowledged and respected and appreciated. And you're doing that if you do these things. And speaking of meeting the customer at their needs, tip number six, send clients topical information. Laws change every single year. Every like January and July, you're going to get a bunch of stuff that comes through that says, hey, these laws changed. 
blah, 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 AB5, right? This this huge one that just keeps changing and, and different things going into it. Uh, the requirement for officers in workers' comp policies to uh, actually sign a piece of paper that says that they don't want their payroll covered. Uh, when when that all started to happen, we made sure to go out to all of our customers and you know get those additional signatures. And these are things that you can do for your customers to save them tons of money, send them save them tons of headaches, uh, send clients topical information, the things that are important to them. If they're a homeowner in a fire brush area, send them, you know, fire prevention strategies, send them, uh, you know, evacuation routes from, from their home, send them <clears throat> whatever you can that has to do with their risks, their concerns. Yeah. And, and again, it's, it's about being relevant, right? And that topical information, I mean, there's so many different things that you can send any individual person. It's just a matter of using your CRM accordingly. When you get those emails from your carrier saying, Hey, these are the changes that are going on, or these are the things that are going on. You can run a quick search in your CRM and just look how many employees, anybody with three employees, pull up the list, boom. And you pull up your list of employees on your CRM and boom, that's your list of contacts. And guess what? That's what you're prospecting with today. Your prospecting with people who are, who you have relevant information for you can reach out to them they're going to be grateful and again this is what it's all about retention 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 keeping them giving them something of value on a daily basis think of them like a uh, almost like your child right or your your dog we were talking about dogs every time you give a dog food guess what they come back because they want more food right <laughs> and this is kind of the same idea here the more value you bring to your client they're going to come back but the best thing about it is they're going to bring other people all right, number before seven. We, uh, before we get too far, before we run out of time, I just want to make sure that we mention this because I think we forgot to say it at the beginning. Uh, this comes from Insurance Marketing and Management Services, uh, blogs.immms.com, and there's a whole like thing about it. But uh, uh, shout out to uh, Insurance Marketing and Management Services. Thank you so much for this awesome article. All right. Uh, number seven, let clients know about new developments that might affect their operations. That's exactly what we were just talking about. This topical information, this information that's going to change the way that they do business. If your customer is a barbershop, for example, or a nail salon, and they were hiring all contractors, a bunch of 1099 contractors coming in and doing work. Guess what? When that W when that AB five kicked in, they had to change or, or it was going to affect their operations. These are things that you need to, as their insurance agent, educate yourself about and educate the client about. The more that you use education as a sales tool, the more that they're going to trust you. That's the whole, that's the whole reason why they, they go to you to begin with is because you are a trusted advisor. To be a good trusted advisor, you need to know what the heck you're talking about. So make sure that you go and attend these different webinars that are put out by all of the different carriers. When these laws come out, your carriers are giving you the information. They're saying, hey, attend this webinar. There's a, a DIC endorsement that's available now, right? Difference in conditions endorsement that's available now. Check out this webinar. Come learn what it is. The AB5 just came out. Here's the webinar. Come learn what it is. COVID hit. Here's a webinar. Come learn all about it and how it's going to affect your, your customers' operations. Attend webinars, ladies and gentlemen. Educate yourself and be that trusted advisor so that your, your uh, clients know that they can trust you. And I've been saying it, Miguel. I've been saying it. All right, number eight, hire and develop people people. Yeah, he's my people people.
Dang it, I keep doing that. <laughs> there you go. I know it's all backwards. I'm like, it's all right, this, side, this side. And you're not on this side. It's actually the opposite side. Hire He's my people, people. Hire people, people. People that like to talk to other people. People that like to associate and, and hang out with and network with and pick up the phone and talk to and connect with and write letters to other people. And we, we mm-hmm. kind of said this before, you know, uh, reading a book right now or finished reading a book called uh, Never Lose a Customer Again, which is perfect for retention. I'm in, I'm in the middle of round two. Round two, right? It's perfect yeah. for learning strategies for retention. And and that's where the whole idea of you're not in the B2B business. You're not in the B2C business. You're in the person-to-person business. You're H-to-H. in the human-to-human business. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to. So when you're hiring people, when you're hiring staff, yes, you want to hire knowledgeable staff. Absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. you want them to be punctual for sure. Yes, you want them to dress appropriately. Absolutely. But make sure that they actually want to talk to the customer that they actually want to talk to the client, that they actually mm-hmm, want to come mm-hmm. to work and have fun. And it comes down to the culture that you put together and, and you know, the, the value, the, the pillars that you have in your, in your office, the value, the core values that you have in your yep, office, yep. because it's, and on that note, you do on that note, scratch that you're not my people, people, angel is my people, people. She's she is people, people. amazing. Just yeah. straight up. So nobody's allowed to steal her. She's mine. I'm keeping her. Um, yeah, she's she's my people. People, she's amazing at what she does. I'm your huckleberry. That's right. <laughs> All right, number nine. Oh, this is a good one. This is this might be one of the best ones that we've said all um, all afternoon here. Uh, this entire show. Take a special interest in all claims. Ladies and gentlemen, you make the sale at the beginning, but you will lose the sale. You will lose the customer if you if they do not have a good claims experience sometimes you can't help it sometimes they didn't have the coverage that 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 they needed uh they refused whatever coverage they had you offered them an earthquake policy they didn't take the earthquake policy you offered them a flood policy they didn't take the flood policy and there's no coverage right and people think that i have insurance it covers me for everything it just doesn't work that way but Regardless of of whether or not they're covered, you as the insurance agent taking that special interest and doing everything that you can, being there for them, you know, sometimes it's just for them to vent and and yell at for a little bit. Um, But a lot of times there's a lot that we're able to do, especially because we have the phone numbers, we have the contacts, we have uh, the networks with the carrier representatives and everything that we that we possibly can to make sure that our customers have the best possible claims experiences take that special interest when your customers are having a claim this is it's it's a life event it's a terrible life event something bad is happening they've had an accident they've had their house burned down or you know whatever something bad is happening in their lives and they need somebody who cares and who's going to show them that they care and who's going to just be there for them and help them every step of the way so I'm going back to the human human connection in this one. This yep. is where I mean you ha- you should have a great process for helping people out with claims because that is their most their their, their emotional low point. This mm-hmm. is when they need that support. People, you'll remember people, you know, when, when you have families, uh, you know, inside your family, somebody passes away, uh, and, and that there's a person that goes that extra mile that, that schedules, you know, the flowers or that, you know, goes in and, and, and brings food or, you know, during COVID time, there are people who went out and got groceries for other people. Like yeah. you remember those things when you're at your lowest and somebody's there to help you out, help you through it. 
you will be remembered. And that's what, that's what we're talking about, a special interest. Look, for you, a claim is a claim is a claim. You're in the insurance business. Like, that, it's just part of what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for the person going through it, it's crazy. It's it's bizarre. Yeah. It, they can't believe it happened to them. It's not supposed to happen to them, right? It's not them. So if you take a special interest, you're gonna have you're gonna be the person who ends up, you know, reaping the benefits. And and you know, speaking of reaping the benefits, I want to move on to this last one right here. Take every opportunity to refer other business contacts to your clients and let them know you're doing it. Uh, you know, nice. when, when I, when I hear this, the, here's the thing there, there, your companies that you're working with, the people that you're working with, the, the clients that you have may have other businesses that they're, I mean, obviously they have businesses that you're mm-hmm. insuring, right? If do unto others as you want done to you, you want people sending you referrals. You should be a referral machine. You should be out giving referrals all the time because it's, it's like a, the way I explain it is if think about being in your office and it's Christmas time. And you come in and somebody walks up to you and they give you a Christmas gift. Now, you didn't expect it. It was really nice of them. And you're appreciative. But at the same time, let's face it, you're like, God, I can't believe this person got me a gift because now I got to go get that. And you lie to them. You're like, oh, my God, I I left your gift in my car or whatever. You say some (laughs) BS like that, right? That's not true. All right, Sheldon. (laughs) Right? But you're feeling it. That feeling you feel that 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 horrible feeling that you feel inside that's called reciprocation you you are feeling that feeling of reciprocation you want to be able to give them something because they gave Mm -hmm. you something it's that feeling of obligation so if you're providing your clients with referrals all the time right just have a a a nice rolodex of your clients right and this is what they do when somebody says i need tires i got somebody for you let me send you their way and then call them up say hey i'm sending this particular client blah 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 Boom, send them your way. Now, if you get you're sending them business, guess what? After one, they're gonna be like, oh, thanks, that's awesome. Two, they're gonna be like, oh, appreciate that. Three, they're gonna be like, oh crap. Now you're at the tire shop and they're like, <laughs> man, I got in this accident, blah, blah. You should talk to my insurance guy. He's the best. Boom. He's got this. And that's what you want. If you want referrals, give referrals. Stop making it a one-way street. This is a two-way street, and you should mm-hmm. always be giving more than you're receiving. Always. Yep. The only thing to add to that is that means you got to listen. You got to understand when your customers are having, you know, when they're going through something, oh man, I just went through this uh, tax thing and my accountant and this, that, and the other. Oh, you know what? I happen to know an accountant. You know, you got to listen to these things and uh, definitely send those referrals out and, and you'll get them back tenfold. All right. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Those are our 10 retention tips. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Don't forget to follow me on all my social medias at Insurance Bro Show. If you want to be a guest on the show, go to www.insurancebroshow.com slash guest. We would love to have you on. And of course, don't forget Whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on, give us a rate, give us a review, give us a like, subscribe, whatever it is, so that we can show up that much higher on all of our search results. We've got nothing else for you all today. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Every single one of you listening, you rock my socks, you have my heart. Love you all so much. Now go out there and have a nice day. Thank you for tuning in to the Carrier Experience Podcast. James is a CEO of the Pipeline Team of San Diego and is always in the market for top talent. If you are an agent looking for a place to hang your license, visit PipelineInsurance.com backslash agent opportunities or send an email to newagent at PipelineInsurance.com. You can find James on all social media at Insurance Bro 